You're listening to the Systems Made Simple Podcast. This is episode 143, and it's been a minute since I have done a solo episode, and I am not just bringing you one solo episode, I'm bringing you three. Because last week, I hinted at a brand new series that I would be dropping on the podcast, and this is it. It is here. So if you're an online business owner who is struggling to generate leads consistently in your business right now, and if your revenue or your lead gen has been inconsistent and completely unpredictable for at least 90 days or more, well, this episode and the episodes ahead are for you, my friend, because I am lifting the curtain to reveal the exact strategies that we've implemented here within our own company this year to double our social media engagement to triple the growth of our email list, to increase our email open rates from an awful, embarrassing 10% to up to 98%, and to increase our revenue from a little bit here and a little bit there to steady five-figure months. So stay tuned. Globally ranked among the top shows in business and education, we're known for one thing, helping overworked entrepreneurs like you learn how to run your business like a true visionary leader. Because when you get the right systems, support, and structure in place, you can spend more time in your zone of genius. So if you're tired of listening to today's business influencers teach the same old worn out marketing strategies that aren't making you any money, it's time to take a look under the hood of your business and fix the engine itself. Because the truth is, you don't have to work as hard as you are right now to scale beyond six figures and create the greater influence, income, and impact that you deserve. The secret to scaling starts on the back end of your business. This is the Systems Made Simple Podcast. All right, my friend, buckle up because we have a lot to get through in the episodes ahead. Because a few weeks back, I sent an email to our community asking about the biggest challenges that you're facing in your business right now. I was really curious to hear because, you know, as times change and things evolve, sometimes the biggest challenges you're experiencing change too. And I wanted to know what was the biggest thing that is just keeping you up at night right now. And I read every single response. And what shocked me, what shocked me was not what you were struggling with, but the fact that you are all struggling with the same thing. Now, the universal challenge that is a major issue for most online business owners is lead generation. And many of you spoke to this in your responses. You said you are sick and tired of trying organic strategy after organic strategy, trying to make something stick. You're done with paid ads, not to mention they're more expensive now than they ever have been. And you hate social media. And you know that you have so much to offer people. You want to help. You know that what you have to share is valuable. You know the level of transformation that you can provide. But you're starting to doubt yourself because people aren't engaging with your content. And this can be one of the reasons that it feels so incredibly frustrating to struggle like you're struggling because you know that lead gen is the key to scaling your business. You know that without a steady flow of aligned leads, you may as well not have a business. Because you need leads to make sales, and you need sales to make income. And income is necessary to grow, not to mention make it possible to achieve the lifestyle goals you want to achieve, or pay down debt, or go on that dream vacation, or just put money away into your child's college tuition fund, or heck, provide for your family's daily needs. 
For years, I struggled with lead gen too, just like you. So much so that I would be lying if I didn't say that there were many times that I wanted to quit. Just ask my husband about all the tearful nights. I can remember, like yesterday, my son was really young at the time, and sometimes the only time that I would have to myself in the course of a day would be to put him in the stroller and go for a walk in our neighborhood. And I would pop in my AirPods and I would listen to podcasts because I was desperate to find a solution to my marketing problems. I didn't get into business to market my business. You know what I mean? I got into business to help people. And back then, it felt virtually impossible to grow my following online. Like I might as well have been doing door-to-door sales because it felt like the same level of rejection. And this was before all of the Facebook ad changes or a bajillion Instagram algorithm updates and long before TikTok even existed. This was way pre-pandemic. And I was desperate because everything was on the line. This business had to work. And people had told me that organic strategies were slow, organic is the long game, that with ads you can grow faster. And that made sense in my brain, but I didn't have a huge budget for ad campaigns. And the ad campaigns that I did try for a few dollars a day, you remember back when people were teaching about that? Oh, just a dollar a day, put ads out there. Well, yeah, those totally flopped. And I was so ready to find a marketing solution that would give me the highest return on the investment of the most valuable resource that I had available to me, my time. But none of the organic strategies that I tried were working. And I was tired of feeling the pressure to show up daily on social media. Most days, I was at home with like spilled coffee on my shirt, you know, building Legos, cleaning up spills on the floor. You know, I didn't have it in me to put on makeup every day or to come up with something insightful to say. Not to mention my time was extremely limited because at the time my son was home with me full time. And I knew that creating content that only had a lifespan of 24 hours was just not the best use of my time. But then one day something changed. And suddenly, we went from averaging around 10% open rates on our email list to up to 98% open rates regularly to our general email list, our entire list, not some little segment of it that would make it super easy to fake those numbers. Our entire general list, 98% open rates. We started seeing more engagement on social media in the form of DMs from people reaching out, asking to work with us, signing up as customers. We tripled the growth of email list subscribers and added thousands of dollars to our bottom line as a result. So as I read all of these survey responses and have had conversations with many of you recently via email and in my DMs, I felt more convicted than ever to lift the curtain and show you exactly what we did to solve this problem. But in order to understand that, we first have to talk about the three major mistakes that are causing you to get overlooked right now so that you can fix them. Because if you're listening to my voice and if your revenue and lead generation has been inconsistent for the past few months or more, even if you're posting consistently on social media, and maybe you're starting to question your expertise because you feel like no matter what you do, others just aren't seeing the value in what you have to offer and it feels like you're beating your head against a brick wall, then pay very close attention Because these three mistakes are sneaky and they are prevalent and they are hurting your business growth. 
And I want you to know that what I'm about to share with you, I share with so much love. Because this is not something that people out there are teaching. And how else would you know what mistakes you're making unless someone tells you? I know you've given it your best effort to grow. I know that your lack of growth is not because you haven't tried. I know you've tried. And I polled our Instagram community the other day, asking them what they thought the causes of their lead generation problems are. And they said, number one, they think it's because they don't know what kind of content their audience wants from them. Like they just haven't figured out what kind of content their audience wants. And they're thinking in their mind, like if they can just figure that out, then they'll be able to generate leads. They also said that it's because they haven't found the right strategy for their business. They don't know what the right marketing strategy is. And they think that once they find that, then they'll be able to generate consistent leads. And the other reason that they said was that they don't know where to focus their time. They feel like they're being pulled in a whole bunch of different directions and they just don't know where to focus their time because they only have so much time. They want to make the best use of it. And so far, everything they've tried feels like a total waste of time. But I'm here to tell you that all of these things are merely symptoms of a much deeper root cause. And that all of these symptoms, not knowing what kind of content your audience wants, haven't found the right marketing strategy yet, not knowing where to focus your time, all of those things are symptoms of the mistakes that I'm about to share with you. So you ready? Mistake number one, sharing how-to content. Posting how-to content is the worst way to grow your following, and it could be tanking your engagement. The other day I was on a client call. And she was telling me that she had developed this framework to teach what she teaches. She's in the health and wellness space, and she had developed this beautiful framework. It was an acronym. Each word had a meaning. She was walking me through this framework. And she said, but I'm really struggling because I feel like if I teach this, like this is the same stuff as what's in my program. So how is it any different? And what do I teach? And how do I put this into content for social media? And I told her, I said, well, the first mistake here is that we don't want to teach the same stuff to our audience online that we're teaching in our programs. And the reason is because the how, the how to, that stuff should always be behind a paywall. And her eyebrows went up and her eyes got really big and she started nodding her head and she's like, okay, that makes sense. Tell me more. And so here's the thing. It's normal to think that you have to post how-to content to be successful, particularly on social media, because that's what you see the most of on social media. I can think of probably 10 Instagram influencers who teach reels, and the bulk of what they teach is how-to. How to hook people, how to do transitions, what to say in your reels. They're teaching people how to do something. But then you look at someone like Alex Hormozy. And you look at any video that he puts out there, he is not giving you tutorials, but he delivers insane value in every single video he puts out. How on earth does he do it? And it's because he's teaching what and why content. And what and why content is effective because it helps you create a gap in your ideal client's mind that drives desire and demand for what you offer. So in all of your content outside of your programs, you simply need to teach what someone needs to be doing 
what mistakes they're making, what's causing these mistakes, and why all of this is important. Then you monetize the how. Because if someone wants your help to do what you're telling them they need to do, then that's what they pay you for. So you can either keep posting how-to content and keep struggling to increase your following, or you could make a simple shift to teaching what and why content and still provide an insane amount of value by helping open your audience's eyes to the mistakes that they're making that are causing the problems they're experiencing and what to do instead. Exactly like what I'm doing in this episode right now. And if you're sitting here right now listening to this, chances are what I just shared with you was valuable. Because if you have been making that mistake, if you have been teaching how-to content, maybe you didn't realize that that's not what you should be doing if you want to create engagement. So that would have just opened your eyes to seeing something from a new lens. And that's where the value is. So let's move on to mistake number two. Because maybe mistake number one resonated with you, maybe it didn't. But mistake number two is a huge one that I see so many overlooked entrepreneurs making. And it's consuming other people's content. Consuming other people's content is one of the fastest ways to tank your engagement and get overlooked in the online space. Now, I shared a story with you a moment ago about me walking the neighborhood, listening to podcasts, because I thought that's what I needed to do in order to learn what I needed to learn before I felt comfortable and confident enough with putting myself out there. And that's why it's normal to think that this is what we do, right? We read other people's books. We watch other people on social media. We listen to their podcast. We consume their content. We assume that it's a valuable use of our time because it's helping us learn something. It's helping us develop the the courage and the self-belief needed before we put ourselves out there because there's a belief deep down that if we know enough, then people can't reject us. That if I look like I've got it all together and if I know what I'm doing and if I appear like I'm smart enough and that I know enough, then surely people will see me as an expert and therefore they won't reject me and therefore I will be successful. But when you consume more content than you create, what happens is you silence yourself. So to be a thought leader, you have to share your thoughts. But how can you even hear yourself think when you've got everyone else's thoughts floating around inside your head? So the simple solution here is that you got to tip the scales. You have to start creating more content than you consume. Because if you continue to stay in content consumption mode, then you probably won't need a crystal ball to predict where your business will be six months from now or a year from now if you continue reading other thought leaders' books instead of writing your own or listening to their podcasts instead of using your voice on your own, watching their videos and not putting out much content of your own. Do you think you'll be any closer to your own goal of being seen as a recognized thought leader? Probably not. So the simple solution here is to start noticing how much time you spend creating content versus how much time you spend consuming content. And then just make the necessary adjustments because you should be creating 80% of the time and consuming 20% or less. All right, so if you're with me, 
Let's continue. Because the third mistake that I want to bring your attention to today is a doozy. And it is blaming your audience for your lack of results. It is so easy to put the blame on our audience for the results that we're not getting. I'm so guilty of this. And it's the worst thing that you can do when trying to grow your community. Why? Well, think about it. What quality of friendship do you think you'd have someone if deep down you were blaming them or resenting them for not being a good friend to you? See what I mean? Yeah, sure. Maybe you'd text them every once in a while or you'd pace on a smile when you see them and you'd nod your head, but you're not really listening when they're talking to you because all the while you're feeling insecure about your friendship because you're wondering what they're thinking of you. You're wondering if they really like you. You're wondering if they like what you have to say. You're wondering, do they even care? How can I present myself to make this person like me? It wouldn't be the best of friendships, would it? No, not at all, because the best friendships are the ones that are built on trust. They are the ones where you can just let yourself be fully seen and valued and loved for who you are. But how can you fully trust someone or see them or value them if you're blaming them at the same time? You can't. So in business, we're faced with choices. And you have to make a choice. You can continue to blame your audience for the lack of the results that you want and make it their fault for the results that you're not getting. Oh, they just don't like what I have to say. Oh, they just don't want the content that I have. I don't know what content to put out there. They just don't like anything that I put out there. And on and on and on. Or you can take a look at how you're communicating right now and see if there's anything you can improve on your end of things. You know, therapy doesn't work because the other person changes. It works because you change. So we may not have control over what our audience likes or doesn't like or who they choose to follow or not follow or who they engage with or doesn't engage with. And it means nothing about you. Because what you do have control over is how you show up and the work that you put into making the relationship as good as it can be. All right. We're going to pause right there because we have covered a lot here. And this is some deep stuff. We had to do the heavy lifting first and get all of this stuff out of the way. Because how would any system or any tips or any advice that I give you in the episodes ahead possibly work if you don't realize that these mistakes could be undermining your progress? So hopefully by now, now that you have this new awareness You're feeling hopeful that things can change, that there is hope that you can grow an engaged community. And the short answer to that is a big hell yes. Yes, you can. And so the one thing that I want you to do right now, before we dive into the next episode, I want you to pick your biggest aha from today's episode and find me on Instagram. I'm at the Courtney Elmer and DM me what that aha was. Join me back here next Tuesday because next week we're going to be talking about why social media is the worst way to grow your following and the reason you might be unknowingly tanking your own engagement. All right. 
We got a lot more to get through, so I will see you back here next week. And until then, go live your effortless life. As you might have heard me mention inside this episode, if you want to join me for our next live workshop where I'm going to show you how to avoid the biggest mistakes that cause most podcasts to fail within the first 12 months and literally walk you through the exact framework that we teach our students to launch their shows in the top 100 and convert more of their listeners to clients, just go to the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. That's the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop.